0: program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools.
1: I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal
0: too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey.
1: Because with God, all things
0: things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at the American Family Association's blog, The Stand, on lifesitenews.com and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. We are all hearing more and more about the issue of children and teens who believe they are the opposite sex. And sometimes parents and physicians who go along with this And then start them down a road of medically and chemically damaging their usually healthy bodies. It's a real human tragedy that is unfolding before our eyes. But there is help out there and sanity and a different perspective to offer these kids and families and to go in a different direction. And one person here in Ohio was making a big difference Coming alongside many Ohio families is our guest today. Maria Polaris is from ROGD, Parents of Ohio, and she will explain what that's all about, which she founded. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Maria.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm so glad to have you back on. You were with us uh, one time before with another guest, but this is the first time you've been on by yourself, but you have a lot to share because... This issue is, uh, is sort of exploding. So tell us about ROGD. Explain what that means and why you founded this group.
1: Okay. Um, so I did found it. It was founded um, by other parents uh, in the bigger cities in, in the country and then another parent in Canada, which is really bad, Canada and UK. Okay. So, But in Ohio, because we had so many all at once, that's just started emailing this group. They contacted me and said, "Can you leave the group?" Because they just, you know, they couldn't handle all the families coming. Okay, so in sure. two years we had like one or two, and now we have over twenty-five families, wow. and they all have friends too that are just afraid to come and <laughs> share their stories. Yeah. So, so this is
0: what we're seeing. The trend is mostly teenage girls, correct? But some a few boys. But right. why is this? Why is this exploding like this? Why the
1: surge in this? activity well there's just yeah there's a number of reasons i mean our girls are depressed um, they're they're creative they're introverted they're socially awkward they're normally not sexually active they're very empathetic girls and then all of a sudden they they go after this ideology because it just offers an escape really from being female and there's so much misinformation on the internet that's where they get a lot of their information from, and then they have school teachers, um, psychologists that secretly just kind of agree with them and encourage them without the parents realizing what's happening really until it's too late. By 18, they can go do whatever they want to their bodies.
0: Uh, We never did explain ROGD, explain that term. Oh, sorry about that.
1: So it's called rapid onset gender dysphoria. So these are kids that are teenagers. They never shed anything as children, which would be early onset gender dysphoria. And a uh, researcher by the name of Lisa Littman was intrigued by this and actually did a paper showing that, indeed, this is definitely something new. I mean, this is flipped over. It used to be young males, children, um, really, and now it's completely flipped with really a 1500% increase in young teenage girls that are doing this at a really wow. super
0: high rate. Yeah. And, and and in your experience, you found that often uh, the influence at school is implicated in this is, is that, isn't that your, your assessment That's a lot reason. of the time?
1: Yes. Yep. Every single parent has reported a teacher, um, a psychologist in the school. Um, you know, it could be a service project person that, I don't they're just I don't know. They've just been brainwashed that these kids, you know, need their help. And I'm sure they are trying to help them. Um, But it's really out of fear of suicide that they're helping them, because that's Mm -hmm. what they're hearing all over the Internet, that if you don't agree with them, they could kill themselves. And who wants that, you know,
0: (laughs) on their reputation? So. Right. And and don't you think that's um, that isn't. Isn't playing out to be the case on the, the suicide issue. I mean, they they often uh, are depressed, but but the um, when they go through the hormones and probably the surgery, it doesn't seem to help. Is that isn't that the case?
1: Absolutely, yes. The longest term study, which really is on adults, there's, you know, is basically stating that they're twenty times more likely to commit suicide after the transition. And that's from the Swedish study. That's, wow. that's pretty big. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, you're seeing an increase in parents who are contacting you, correct? And when, when they do, what that's do you, right.
1: how, how do you, what do you say to them?
0: I mean, what's your approach well,
1: there? You know, they, um, I, you know, I tell them to really listen to their kids. They, these girls are really suffering But to keep in mind that they really have to profile their own kids as far as the traumatic pieces of their lives that cause this, you know, and that could be, you know, physical trauma. It could be a mental trauma. It could be just depression, anxiety. It could be too much Internet use, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. Um, If they're looking at pornography, um, that's really very dangerous because it, it just really makes it worse. Uh, as far as their delusional thinking goes that they can escape being female.
0: <laughs> right, right. And, and don't, here here's something that you and I haven't talked about but I'm sure you have an opinion about it. Don't you think there's a relationship between just the general fear of going through puberty and becoming an adult young woman and which most of us girls, I mean I think everybody goes through that fear? Um, but this is the new way that some girls translate that fear. Is that Does
1: that have any validity to you at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel they, um, they do go on these videos that, you know, they've got all these folks that have transitioned or in the middle of it. And they're talking about what a great high testosterone is and how they just mm. felt so empowered by the drugs. And it is. It is initially a high and what they downplay is really the long-term consequences and the fact that it's not FDA approved. Um, but still, you know, they're being seduced by, wow, I can escape this. Like, I don't have to grow up being a girl. I can be a boy. And and wouldn't that be great for me, you know, because they mm-hmm. don't see anything telling them, whoa, you know, there's several de- 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 detransitioners that are out there and they're saying, do not do this to kids. I mean, this is very dangerous. Um, And unfortunately, the medical community just hasn't caught up with all these kids yet. You know, they're just trying to figure out how to help them, and and they're just not prepared for it at all. Mm -hmm.
0: Doesn't testosterone really mess up the female body? I mean, obviously, if God wanted us to have testosterone, He would have given it to us. But isn't there some? Yeah, doesn't it cause uh, psychological problems as well as all the body changes that are not not what our bodies were meant for as females?
1: Correct. Oh yeah, and there are studies out there that are saying that it increases your cardiovascular problems. And a risk, a risk of endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of studies that say all this, yet, these teenage girls can go after it and they're not being stopped, they can just get it because they want it.
0: (laughs) And it's pretty easy to get. Tell us about the gender clinics and at the hospitals, uh, children's hospitals, and how prevalent that is in Ohio.
1: Yeah. So there's five. So there's the Cleveland Clinic. There's the Cincinnati Children's Transgender Clinic. They actually call themselves that. Um, There's UH Children and Rainbow Babies in Toledo. There's Mm -hmm. Nationwide Children's Hospital. There's Akron Children's Hospital. And soon, they're excited, Dayton Children's Hospital is coming up next. Yeah.
0: And Planned Parenthood clinics also give out these hormones. Isn't that correct?
1: That's correct. And then you've got, you know, there's AIDS clinics that are giving out things. There's, um, equity Ohio. They are a big go-to right now. These small, Equitas, little yeah. Branches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Equitas, mm-hmm. excuse me. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Which by the way, a uh, little side note, friends, you've heard me talking about the group Centero that in, uh, is, uh, they do a lot of counseling within, um, contract with schools to do drug and rehab counseling for kids and all kinds of mental health counseling. But one of the other things they do is they have um, a gender clinic, um, a um, LGBTQ uh, drop-in center for kids without parents. And that's in Hilliard in the Mm -hmm. Mill Run area. And they have uh, alliances with Kaleidoscope, which is another uh, homosexual transgender drop-in clinic without, without uh, parents And they Mm -hmm. also uh, are conducting this very obscene and inappropriate sex education in central Ohio schools. So they're allied with Equitas, what um, uh, Maria Mm -hmm. just mentioned. So, um, what here's one of the basic questions that people are thinking about is that, well, surely there are reasons why this is maybe happening, um, and that maybe some. Kids are genetically programmed this way. Maybe people are born in the wrong sex body. Is there any evidence that that is true at all?
1: No, it's it's just not true. No one can be born in their own body, and and that's where this morphed. This is morphed into, and and that's. Have you ever met anybody born in their own body? Right. (laughs) Um, You know, I've never, and I'm fifty five. So um, I, I just, that, that's just part of the seduction of this and the media who, who just perpetuate it. And, and, and base, and why, why are they doing that
0: mm-hmm. really
1: to get more kids in? They just want more kids in. Well, to, I I think of it as part
0: of this whole sexual radical nature of trying to bring kids into sexuality of all kinds and, and sort of overturn common sense early. Don't you see it's like sexual anarchy? Don't you yeah. think that that's kind of the way to Absolutely. phrase the whole all that's going on?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, there are some call them theories, but, you know, the pedophiles are rebranding themselves also to be mm-hmm. maps, minor attracted right. persons. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know. It's definitely it's, – it's very scary. I, mean, I think this is really the tip of the plans of what's happening, what they want, what they want in our society, how they want to change society and really destroy families. And right. this, what this does to the family unit is just horrific. Now, before we get too far
0: into it, and we'll go more into details about all this in our second half, but um, let's mention the the there's a legislation – down at the Statehouse, House Bill 513. Tell people about that.
1: So this bill is wonderful in that it will protect every child in Ohio from medical transition and really everything that that reaches. So any teacher, any psychologist, and really any surgeon cannot physically touch a child as far as any of their body parts or the cross-sex hormones or the puberty blockers. And the bill is safe because none of these treatments are FDA approved. They're all out of yes. control. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that, this has enormous implications.
0: Yeah, this yeah. has enormous for, implications if it if it passes for all these clinics that have already invested all this money in this. But you know, too bad. I mean, they're hurting our children. Right. They're they're right. absolutely hurting our children. So um, we are talking. In case you're just joining us, with Maria Polaris who is a uh, head of a group and it is growing all the time. And if you have someone that you know, or if you are a family who there is a child who is struggling with gender confusion in your circle, we'll give you information in the second half about how you can contact Maria, but she is helping and reaching out to so many families and helping people sort through this particular issue um, in their, in their circle of uh, family and friends. And it is very tough This is taking over so many kids' lives and so many family lives. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We are discussing the gender confusion issue and all of the misinformation that's out there and how we can help kids today. So stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about gender confusion in teenagers, and so many parents are being confronted with this now, Uh, parents who never thought, never thought their child would be drawn into something so confusing and um, bizarre and potentially damaging, and it truly is, um it's not at all what the culture and the media are portraying it as. These are not people born in the wrong sex body. There's no research to support that. We're talking today with Maria Polaris, who is a mom and now is the leader of a support group, really, for parents around Ohio, which is growing um at a great rate because this is increasing in our culture and mostly among teenage girls. So Maria, before we go much further, I'm sure people would be interested to hear about your own family's story. So fill us in for as much as you feel comfortable uh, relating about uh, what's happened in your family.
1: Sure. So uh, when my daughter was in high school, she had depression, anxiety, really based on physical traumas and that took her out of sports and really isolated her in her room. So she really was on the internet, very artistic, loved drawing as kind of a way to cope with some of her feelings. And then once she returned to school, a lot of her friendship groups had changed and um, she was depressed. So she definitely had a lot of thoughts of self-harm and a lot of this was going on, then she graduated, and she seemed better, and then once she went into college, she immediately went to that LGBT community, which we, d- we really didn't, you know, have any control at that point, point. and by the time she was 19, had met a group of people and one older trans activist in particular, and decided to run away. And then after that, she pursued the transition. And after 18, we found out that really there was nothing we could do as far as any of the interventions, that she could go out on her own and do it and really never, ever have her problems addressed, her mental issues. And and that's what's scary to us, and that's why we support the bill, because she'll be protected uh, we're finding that these detransitioners, if they start in their young teenage years, by the age of 25, they're done. And by that mm-hmm. time, you know, they've got a lot of physical problems that have happened because of the treatments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, yeah. opposite sex hormones or the girls often have the double mastectomies of healthy breasts uh, mm-hmm. to try to appear to be yeah. males. And then sometimes they will go as far as having well, we won't get into all the details, but bottom surgery, and it's mutilating. Yeah. The whole thing is, is, is you take a healthy body because of something that's in a person's head, a delusion, frankly, um, and you completely wreck your body. And then you are a lifelong patient. Isn't that the You're going to have to be on drugs your that's whole right. life to treat exactly. all the side effects of all the damage that you've done with trying to become a male, which you can never do.
1: Isn't that correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know they're pretty much sterilized and or they don't have sexual dis- any kind of sexual functioning you know yes. it it's actually becomes painful to you know have any type of orgasm to put it bluntly it, it, it's just terrible and and then after a while you know if you if you have endometriosis then you have to have all that removed and if you talk to anybody any adult female you're you're on for the
0: rest of your life wow and, and, it, it's, and it's just uh, it's not great <laughs> and, and it really mm. destroys your um, skeletal framework you have osteoporosis issues more higher risk yep. of cardiovascular disease certain cancers and and and, yeah. and the other issue is that it becomes the those opposite sex hormones uh, mess with your your um, mood and your psychology psychological state isn't that correct
1: Absolutely, yes, and even the puberty lockers as children has been shown to cause mental problems. Um, right. Lupren has all kinds of lawsuits, and not even for this reasoning to be using it for this reasoning, just based on precocious puberty problems that it's been used yeah. for so yeah, yeah <laughs> what it's
0: what it was originally designed to do, but now it's being used off label. Uh, for yeah. stopping the natural progress of puberty, can you? I mean, I can't even imagine a parent letting s- some doctor do that to your child. Stop puberty! I mean, come on! I mean, are are you have you lost touch with reality? Anyway, that's just my. So, yeah. Maria. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about what could be done. We have the bill at, at the state house. It's in the health committee in the house. Call your state representatives people and if you don't know who, the, who they are if you're unsure go to ohiohouse.gov and look up your state representative and tell them you support house bill 513 and and it needs to start getting committee hearings very soon because you know it, it when we go into in the in the new year we will be um, the the whole thing will start over again but we'd like to get this going this this year correct
1: maria Absolutely, yes. I mean, there's very, I think there's a little, not a whole lot of time left, and I've heard definitely a commitment with lobbyist groups to keep pressuring them to, to hear this, and what these representatives need to know is that every day that they let this go, this is another child entering that yes. clinic or teenager that is being harmed, and, and, and that really is, um, it's an emergency.
0: It is. It's, it's really an emergency a medical
1: emergency.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and this yeah. is a tragedy unfolding like lobotomies. We will look back on this and say, how did we ever, you know, medically abuse our children this way? Churches could get involved here. Give us like 30 seconds of telling what you think churches yeah. could do.
1: Well, and I, they're going to be the ones that people trust because when they come out of these clinics, I mean, imagine being abused by a clinic for how many years, that are in a children's hospital. Um, So really the churches are going to need to fill in with finding independent endocrinologists, psychologists, Mm -hmm. people that will really help them to recover from the bodily harm and really the mental stress uh, that is going to happen, you know, and be able to even house maybe teenage girls or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of them are runaways. Yeah. Right. Mar- Maria, right. tell
0: people how to contact you.
1: Sure. So uh, uh, probably the easiest way is R-O-G-D Ohio at gmail.com. Okay. That's All the right. easiest way. Yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you so Thank you. much for what you're doing. I ask Thank you. my listeners to pray for you and for these kids and these families and your own family. That uh, that. Thank that, you. Uh, everything will work out and that people will come back to their senses, realize and embrace the way that God truly made all of us. And uh, that these healthy kids would not go down the road of damaging their bodies. Friends, let's learn as much as we can about this. This is coming fast and furious on many families and, but just keep your faith in the Lord because remember with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day.